And action. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Fadi Show podcast. Oof, here we are again. What's up, people? What's what's good, everybody? Gonna take a sip of this delicious coffee. That's pretty much uh, iced coffee at this point. Super cold, super cold. But hey, we're, we make do. How do we feel? Got my Yeezus t-shirt. Just got it in the, got it in the mail. You know, on my on my Kanye, on my Kanye right now. Yeah, folks, uh, we're um, what's going on in the world, man? What's going on? Not much. Not much is going on, but here we are again. Another Wednesday, another episode. Oh man, yesterday, yesterday was a was a very enlightening day. Cause I went to the to the comedy club yesterday. It's always on Tuesdays and Thursdays, right? So I went to I went to the club and uh there were some good ass comedians. Like the I missed Maybe like the two first comedians in the beginning, but after that, like I saw the all the other comedians, and it was such a good lineup of just comics, and I'm like, oh my god, I am shit. <laughs> I need to get so much better at stand up. Yeah, I saw that, and I was like, yeah, I need to get way better. This is this is insane. I need to get. <laughs> They were so good. All the comedians were so funny. They were getting so many laughs. <coughs> and when I when I went up, last time I went up, which was what last Thursday, wasn't was it, <coughs> was it last Thursday? Excuse the coughing. I'm a little, I'm still recovering. I don't know if you guys remember, but last week when I recorded the episode, I was so fucked up. I was so fucked up. I'm way better now, but I'm still like you know. Little irritation in my in my throat, but other than that, I'm good. But yeah, um, I was just watching the comedians, and they were getting so much laughs, so many laughs, like laugh after laugh, and they were so well crafted. I'm like, I need to get back to the drawing board. I need to get back to the. They are so funny, a lot of them. Um, I think there was like three or four comedians that were just tearing the place down. Just tearing the place down. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I need to get way better. <laughs> I need to get way better. But that's good. That's good. I'm glad I went yesterday and I saw those comedians because it was like, it was just like, damn. You know? I need to, I need to write more. And the thing is, I try to write all the time. But the thing is, the way that they were doing comedy was a lot of uh, one-liners. Very, like, you know, short. Because I, I usually tell the jokes in a, like, longer form. But they had a lot of one-liners. And they were getting a lot of laughs from that. I don't know. Maybe the Swedish audience just likes um, one-liners a little more. You know, because each, each country, depending on its culture... Likes a different like type of comedy, and I've noticed when when you have a bunch of good one-liners or two-liners, but you know very short jokes, people really love it. But over in America, I feel like they they do like one-liners, but they also really enjoy longer-form stories. Not that they don't over here, 
But it's just like, it seems like they like one-liners more. Maybe I should just sprinkle some of that. You know, maybe start off the set with one or two one-liners. I don't know. But I did write today. You can bet your ass that I wrote a a couple of one-liners today. Because I was like, man. Need to up my game. If this is if this is how people if this is how funny you can be over here, and they up my game, but they were performing in uh, Swedish as well, so it's a little different. I am performing in a different language. Not that people don't understand it; they get it. But um, yeah, it's just gonna be a different type of relatable relatability to it. <clears throat> but yeah. I'm glad I went. I literally walked out of there. I was like, I didn't even want to put headphones in in my ears when I left the place because I was taking the tram back. I didn't even want to put headphones on on the way back because I was like, I need to just think. I need to think of better jokes. <coughs> God damn it. I'm coughing and shit. I hope I don't cough all throughout the... I will. I will cough throughout. <coughs> Excuse me. Damn it. Is this what the episode is going to be? Just people trying to listen to a podcast and just cough in their ear? Now, I'll tr- I'll try to turn away every time I cough because this is crazy. How how disgusting is that? Just somebody... If somebody's wearing headphones listening to this, that's what they got to hear? Just... <coughs> no. <laughs> you can't do that to people. That's not cool. They're tuning in for some for some hilarity. <coughs> and here you are. <coughs> but the thing is, I'm trying to be consistent. I think it's more important that I'm consistent than me skipping <coughs> a whole week of um recording cuz I'm not cuz I'm coughing, you know? Better, better to get some content out. But yeah, I was watching and I was like, God damn. People are so fucking funny. People can be really funny, man. And I, the first thing that I thought, I was like, I'm shit. I'm terrible. But I've only done it for like six times. I've done it five, six times. Like a handful of times. And um, these people definitely have a little more experience than me. But it definitely made me go, I am shit. <laughs> I am I'm trash even though I had a really good set um two Thursdays ago last Thursday was terrible <laughs> that was so bad oh my god I don't know if I talked about this but last Thursday set was so bad it was so bad and I, and I think it's yeah I have it on camera too I can't post that it's so bad like I'm ah so cringe so cringe but to be fair to be fair, everybody was bombing that night. Everybody was like eating shit that night. The audience was just not feeling it. So, but yesterday, then it was a really cool audience yesterday. I mean, you're out drinking on a Tuesday. You kind of have to be a cool guy if you're a cool person if you're out drinking on a Tuesday. You probably don't have things you have to worry about the next day. In the middle of the week. But yeah, I went out there. To, you know, because I, I really, I didn't even have a set to, 
I don't even have a set going on uh, yesterday, but I always I always go on Tuesdays and Thursdays just because um, I really want to, you know, spend time, you know, watching comedians just to learn, even when I'm not performing, to just go out there and watch comedy live. Um, because you learn, you learn a lot. You learn a lot from seeing people bomb. You learn a lot from seeing people succeed. And I saw both yesterday. I saw people, you know, people being up there, being nervous, you know, stumbling on their words, you know, kind of halfway getting a joke off and like just seeing the mannerisms and how the people, you know, react to certain personalities and personas and, you know, people and, that compared to people doing really good and how people reacted to that and that's why i was like people really like short jokes over here uh but yeah just making notes of you know just learning 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 the craft as educating on the craft but yeah so it was dope it was dope and i'm gonna keep going maybe perform this thursday we'll see i'm gonna check in with my friend with the with the guy that um you know keeps track of everything um uh, we'll see haha <laughs> okay so yeah super dope super dope where else where else do i want to i really want to perform i really want to perform in the states it was so long ago I performed in the States. Man, I'm talking years ago. I mean, it was years ago since I started, you know, doing stand-up at all. But even longer ago since I did it in the States. And I've never done stand-up on the West Coast, only on the East Coast. So I'm looking forward to that. Looking forward to doing some stand-up on the West Coast. Whenever I'm out in LA again, which is not gonna be for a long time, probably. When I say long time, probably like maybe New Year's. Who knows? I don't. I don't even know if that's. I don't know if I want to go to the states in New because I just want to lock in and make content. Because I know if I go to the states, even though you know with the podcast, I was still able to be consistent and record every week. But. You know, making content. But, you know, I'm talking so much shit. I hate myself. Because I haven't made a video, even though I'm at home. I haven't made a video in like three weeks. Which is, that should, it should never take three weeks to make a video. I'm trying to make two videos a week. I haven't made one in three. And it pisses me off. Because I'm like, yo, you have to fucking get going. You have to get going. And the thing is, I write. And I write so much. I write stand-up. And I'm doing the podcast. But for some reason, I'm just not coming up with, and I am coming up with skit ideas. I've written so many premises. I think like since my last video, I think I've written like five premises for sketches. But I've, and I think I've written the, the, the script for the sketch for like one or two of them. But I haven't gotten to recording them. Either because I don't like the script like enough, or I don't like the premise enough, or I haven't finished writing the script for the other three, because I'm not that convinced on the premise. So it's like, why? I guess I just have to like shut up, literally just shut the fuck up and get going with it, because it's it should never take it should never take this long. 
It should never take this long. Uh, but yeah, but there's a lot of things going on though. So, especially with the stand-up, especially with the stand, because it it is two it is two nights a week, so it's not like every night or nothing, but it's two nights a week, and when it's not those two nights a week, I'm still trying to write stand-up material around it. I'm still waiting for my friend to send. Why is he holding my stand-up footage hostage? I have two stand-up sets where I was doing amazing. And I want to get some of the clips and post them. But he still hasn't sent me the concept. He still hasn't, And he called me the other day. He was like, yo, this is the clip that you wanted, right? And I was like, yeah. And he showed me he had edited my part out so that he can send it to me. Like he had clipped it because he recorded everybody's set and there's like nine, ten performers. And he had he called me. He was like, this is the bit that you wanted, right? This set? And I was like, yeah, send it to me, please. Thank you. And then I wait, and two days, three days has passed since he's called me. Still haven't gotten it. And I'm literally texting him, like, yo, please. I'm pleading. I'm pleading. And he he hasn't sent it to me yet. Tito, come on, man. I had you on the podcast. The audience knows you. They know it's you. They're going to come after you. They're kind of They're going to come after you, bro. It's not my fault, but definitely go harass him. Harass him for the... All the all the the stand up it's not even in my hands. I wanna post it. I wanna post the stand up sets, but you guys know who has him. He's holding my footage hostage. And the thing is I recorded him. I shouldn't have sent him his footage until he sent me his he sent me mine. Just hold his stand up set hostage. I'm not sending you nothing until you send it. Make a fair exchange. But yeah, he's holding my footage hostage. So if you um, if you want to see my stand-up set posted on social media, uh, harass him. Go to his DMs and harass that man for the footage because he's just he keeps forgetting. He's not even trying to do it intentionally. He I know he's forgetting. He just forgets. He's this man has ADHD. Um, yeah. Uh, shout out Tito though. Shout out Tito. <clears throat> you Chilean bastard. <laughs> you Chilean bastard. That's right. I'm going to dabble into racism because you will because you refuse to send me my stand-up gig. Therefore I am racist. <laughs> um I think therefore I am. Um Yeah. Yeah, man. Have I guys have I shown you guys this uh, audio interface that I've been using? I've talked about it. I haven't showed it, showed it though. The typical SoundCloud rapper setup. The Scarlet interface. Hope I didn't mess anything up. Can you you can hear me? Okay. I was like, did I mess up the audio? But yeah, um, love the setup. Love the setup. Ah, man. What else happened last week? What else happened last week? Man, see, a bunch of shit happens, and I promise I am not a uh, cannabis user. I am not. Yet, somehow, my memory is on par with one. I can never recollect anything, ever. I can never remember shit. 
Maybe, 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 you know, I should, maybe I should, but at least I can remember to send somebody's set, somebody's gig that they've been asking for, for two weeks. I can remember to send them that very quickly, but I can't remember what happened this week. I try to, I, I, I be trying to talk about shit, but then my, my terrible memory, I, I wonder who I, um. Because this this has got to be hereditary. It got to be. There's no way my body just decided to. No, we're not going to remember anymore. This was passed down. This is like an ancient. This is like an ancient gene defect. It can't be just on a whim that I'm forgetting shit. This is has this is a deeply rooted memory issue. Deeply rooted in the DNA. Like a 3,000-year-old ancestor just passed it down somehow. Somehow it's been fucking profitable to forget shit. Apparently not. Apparently it's not profitable, but somehow it still made it through. Somehow that gene, that gene still, through all the competitiveness, it's good to forget shit. Maybe that's why I'm not a drunk. Maybe that's why I'm not an alcoholic, because I forget shit. I think that's why I'm not an alcoholic, like a sad alcoholic, like they drink just to forget their issues. I just forget my shit all the time. I forget everything all the time. Anyways, any terrible thing that I've done to my family or my family, I'm talking like done to my family, like I've killed somebody. Um, But everything that's terrible that happened to me, I just forget. I literally just forget. That's why I don't drink. I've been alleviated of that problem. Oh, trauma? Which one? All the trauma that I have, I, I, I don't carry it. I'm like a stupid dog. <laughs> I'm like a golden retriever. I'm just always happy because I forget the bad times. I forget the good times too. I'm like a blank. I'm like an etch and sketch. Every day. Just a new wiped memory. <laughs> Every day I wake up and it's a new life. I take on a new personality. That's what it is. That could be a funny that could be a funny premise for a stand-up bit. I'm not an alcoholic because I'm forgetting shit anyway. <coughs> Build something on that, maybe. Maybe, perhaps. Uh, I want to be a cigarette smoker so bad. That would be fun. That would be so cool to just be a smoker, man. It would be so cool to be a smoker. I just don't feel like being a smoker. Because it's a lot of work in being a smoker. You have to always have a lighter and a pack on you. I just don't feel like getting cigarettes. That's the thing. I don't want to go on a... On a mission to get cigarettes. I never want to do that. Like taking out a cigarette and just smoke in the middle of a conversation. I don't know, outside. You're leaning against a building or something. That would be so cool. But other than that, it's not a glamorous life. You smell cigarettes all the time. You got to find for a trash can to throw your cigarette butt. And then, <coughs> excuse me. 
and you got to cough all the time. <laughs> you just have a terrible, terrible throat all the time. Um, just for just for the 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 little moments, the little twenty second cool moments when you're just like leaning against the wall and you just light the cigarette and you you take a drag for dramatic effect in between sentences. That that I want that I want that minus all the other part, like an infinite cigarette disposal machine that just keeps just taking out cigarettes and you never have to re-up just go into a store for a pack of cigarettes and be like yeah yeah that one and then you just gotta the store owner looks at you like you're disgusting just made all the bad decisions in life getting a pack of cigarettes (coughs) is awful but lighting a cigarette and taking a, a, a very cool drag that's that's all I want, really. That's all I want out of life. Also, all the all the health issues that come with it, you know, try to avoid that. But then again, they say that people with um people that smoke tend to have less, you know, chances of getting um, Alzheimer's, or or. Parkinson's was it Parkinson's or dementia? I don't know. Getting getting uh, these neurological uh, illnesses when they grow older. That's what I've heard. I don't even know if that's. Please take it with a grain of salt. I'm not saying if you have Alzheimer's you should start smoking, but I did see somebody. I saw this video of this one veteran. I think I don't know. He was some kind of. He he had some merit in life, but he had like Parkinson's. He was shaking, and they gave him cannabis, and he just started smoking, and he stopped shaking. It was insane. He just literally stopped shaking, like real time. You could see him gradually after a few minutes, as he got more <laughs> higher and higher. He just his Parkinson's went away, and he could like eat soup, which is like the first meal you're gonna give him after he's he's clear of parkinson's first meal you're going to give him is soup giving something a little more a little less depressing you're going to give him a stew why don't you just i don't know give him a cake it wasn't like i'm sure his parkinson's probably came back like after he stopped smoking oh that got to be an so such an annoyance damn it i'm coming back to earth and i'm shaking I have to be high to not shake. So I either have to shake in my body or in my mind. It's either one. It's either or. Can't have the best of both worlds. Um, I saw I saw somebody comment um, on um, the highlight that I posted from my homie episode um, that I did with Tito. Somebody somebody commented, "Hey." Uh, please have the, please have Caleb on your uh, podcast in the next episode. And uh, I shot him a text. I shot folks. I shot him a text. I might have Caleb City on the podcast next week if he's down, and if we can arrange the scheduling so that we can record on that day. Okay, so it's in the pl- it's in the books. It's in the books. It's in the plans. Mhm. So yeah. 
Hey, ask and you shall receive. I might have Caleb on. We'll see. We'll see. Have Caleb on. <clears throat> That'd be fun. That'd be fun. I haven't talked to Caleb in a minute, so it'll be a good catch up. Be a good catch up. Catch up. Catch up a little bit. Catch up a little bit with the bros. You know? If he's down. Or he might just reply and be like, fuck no. Hell no. Hell no. Mm -hmm. Be a good time. It'll be a fun time. Now, because every time, every time I talk with my creator friends, th this is the thing with my creator friends. They're all so funny. They're all like super funny. Like it's no accident that they're at where they're at. They're all super funny. I don't know. Comedically, we just bounce off of each other. Even though like I can talk. I haven't talked to Caleb in like, you know, haven't had a phone call or like met him in person like since what was it last year? Probably. Yeah. Summer last year. But it's like it's a type of friendship is like whenever you do interact with each other again, it's all like you pick up right where you left off. It was like, oh, what's up, man? How you doing? And you just start, you know, talking and cracking jokes. And it's like it's like you haven't been not talking in forever. It's just like it's very cool. It's a very cool and casual link up every time. That's what it is. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see. But that's like with, yeah, all my creative friends. All my creative friends are like, and I'm lucky to have like cool creative friends and not high school creative friends. When I say high school creative friends, it's like the ones that compete with each other with numbers and just being hella gay. <laughs> being hella gay when it comes to content and acting Hollywood. None of them are like that. Everyone's like super on the same, you know, wavelength in the terms of. Hey, we're just here to fuck around and have a good time. I'm definitely more on the fucking around side. I like to fuck around a little too much. But I'm also... That's my thing, though. I'm a comedian. That's that's my job. Don't bring, don't bring work home, they say. I do. I'll always crack jokes. Always bringing work home. Every day. It's the best type of work, though, so... Can't even complain. Can't even complain. That'd be funny. It's like, hey, don't bring work home. I'm a comedian. You don't want me to crack jokes. Dad is always working. <laughs> I'm just practicing bits on my children. Hey, what do you think about if I said this before that? Yeah, man. I'm just trying to smoke cigarettes. <laughs> it's so funny as a society that we almost beat the tobacco companies. We were so close. To beating the tobacco companies. I mean, we forced them to put disgusting images on their packs. We forced them to put warning labels. They had no choice in, the, in that whatsoever. We just made the government make them. We were so close. Nobody, everybody that said they were a smoker, everyone would frown on them. Just give them a frown. Like, ugh, you smoke? Are your parents getting a divorce? What the fuck are you smoking for? I mean the public perception of cigarettes. We had, we had fucked it up. We had fucked it up so bad. Nobody wanted to be that guy 
that smokes. And uh, yeah, cigarette companies, tobacco companies were on that last leg. And then they came out with fucking strawberry mango flavored grapes. I mean, holy shit, what a comeback. Jesus Christ, they came back like France in the World Cup final. I mean, they came back even stronger. They came back stronger because I've never seen people fiend for vapes the way they fiend for cigarettes. I mean, kids are smoking left and fucking right. They're in classrooms vaping. When did you ever see somebody smoking a cigarette in a classroom? They're in classrooms vaping and hiding the smoke, the vapor. Never happened with cigarettes. Let's be honest. Came back so much stronger. They get that's like that's like if Japan got fucking the Hiroshima Nagasaki bombs dropped on them and then they took over America. I mean, it it doesn't even make sense that comeback. It doesn't even make sense. It was so good. It's very well crafted. They were, we were so close to eradicating nicotine out of society, but then we were like, no. I have one last trick up my sleeve. Um, it's crazy. Anyways, that's an, that could be a bit. That could be a stand-up bit. I would love to love to try that one out. I was hearing about Bill Gates creating mosquitoes that you can get vaccinated with. What the fuck? Bill Gates, because he owns a lot of farmland and he owns, like, I don't know, he was doing some research about mosquitoes and how you can... It was the weirdest thing. I have to look it up because I will butcher whatever this is because this is some high-tech shit. But it was basically Bill Gates funding research that had to do with mosquitoes, malaria, I believe, or like some mosquitoes carrying a certain... Basically, I think removing malaria. But they can also like vaccinate people. Some weird shit. I'm not even gonna get into it. I, I lack so many brain cells. For that to be a topic, for me, especially I haven't read up on it. Just something I hear. Hey, uh, mosquitoes and uh, uh, vaccination and uh, boom, banned. Video taken down from YouTube. Um, but something about mosquitoes being able to carry the antigen. Or uh, the mRNA. And then when they suck blood, they can transfer. Sort of like malaria. Sort of like a disease. You know how mosquitoes can carry diseases. Like, for example, you can get HIV through mosquitoes. Because they can carry the HIV virus from one person. It's basically like, you know, sharing needles. Like heroin addicts sharing needles and passing diseases to each other. Same, Same principle. I don't know what the odds are. Of you getting AIDS from a mosquito. Yo, did you fuck a mosquito? No, I was bitten by one. Yeah, right. You got AIDS, you dirty motherfucker. You got AIDS because you're... Because <laughs> you fucked a mosquito. How would you fuck a mosquito? What are you talking about? <clears throat> How would you fuck a mosquito? I was, that's... 
just spreading the <laughs> you can't do it just stick a mosquito up your dick hole dick hole is crazy <laughs> dick hole is crazy man <coughs> hey man sometimes you gotta sometimes you just gotta fuck a mosquito just to see what the fuzz is about to see what the buzz is about haha no never again but personally that's just how i feel about fucking mosquitoes you shouldn't do it because you could get aids in case that mosquito is a whore <laughs> just a whore mosquito dirty fucking mosquito whore dirty mosquito whore passing aids <laughs> Anyways, going past mosquito whores and AIDS, what else we got? What else we got? I really want to, that's really all I've been thinking about <laughs> since yesterday. All I've been thinking about how I really need to get better at stand-up because, yeah, Yesterday was an eye-opener. And the thing is, I've seen great stand-ups. Great stand-ups. But the way that the jokes and the way the audience was reacting to the jokes live, it just made me think, yo, the ceiling is so, like, the ceiling is, the bar is was set really high. That's what it was. And I was like, Damn. I need to be on par with that. I, it needs to be that good. Ain't no time to fuck around, really. And be like, oh, we'll, we'll get better. And it's like, this is fine. No, I need to fucking get to writing, man. What the fuck? What the actual fuck? Shit needs to get done around here. So I'm really been focused on, you know, just that, just the stand-up, but I love stand-up, man. It's something different. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love social media. I love doing this, and this is like my first love. I mean, comedy is my first love in general, so it's all like under the same umbrella, but I don't know. There's something different about people laughing at your jokes in a room in real life compared to you know, likes. I mean, I love, I love the love online and I love the comments, but you guys just know it's different. You guys know like when you're in person and you're just hearing the 80, between 50, 80 or a hundred people laughing at your joke, everybody just <laughs> looking towards you and smiling. It's just different. It's different. And maybe I didn't get enough attention as a child, and that's why I'm doing this. Maybe I didn't get enough love as a child in my formative years. And uh, I've been chasing attention ever since. Maybe that's what it is. And I just want the love of the people so badly that I'm willing to embarrass myself on nights where I have no jokes. <coughs> I'll say this, though. If you if you want to do stand up, and if you're not fully comfortable on stage, ha have one beer if you're of age. 
of drinking age. Have one beer. Have one tall glass of beer. You'll get a little relaxed. You'll be all right. You'll be all right. Yeah, man. <coughs> hmm. I think that's maybe that's what I needed on that Thursday. But here another thing. This it's like kind of a trap. Because when you have a beer, you get a little buzzed, you think people are laughing a little louder than they actually are. So you you'll get confidence, but you also think that people like you more than they do. Which isn't a bad thing as long as you record it. Because then you can look back at the recording when you're sobered up and be like, oh, they didn't laugh as loud as I thought they were. (laughs) This is where I can improve. Um, But you won't feel shitty in the moment. And you'll be more relaxed. You'll probably deliver better just because, you know, you're more relaxed. Unless you get so fucked up that you start slurring your words. Or start saying slurs. <laughs> Don't get that fucked up. Be adequately. Just get a little buzz. Just a little relax. Just a little... Uh, 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 uh. A little I don't care what's going to happen. But it's going to go well. <coughs> yeah. Personally. Personally. I just have to keep going with this. I just have to keep going. I think in a couple of months. I'll be really really tight really tight really good at this shit um but yeah just gotta keep writing i mean come on i've literally done a handful of times and in the stand-up world that's experience wise that's zero to none like five six times that's nothing like going up every night really is what you should be doing but it's just like it's a lot of time a lot of time that goes into it. I'm getting a message here. Why am I getting a message? Okay. <coughs> Anyways. Yeah, I just need more time. But that's that's what I really been focused on, man. It fascinates me. Do people care? Do people care about this? Do people care about this? Because I, I I care about this. But it's like, I talk about it. So, and sometimes I catch myself. I'm like, maybe people don't care about this as much as I do. Maybe switch topics. But no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. I really want to get good at stand-up. And I really want to do shows. And I really want to go on tour. Touring sounds like the funnest thing on earth. Cause I went to I went to the show when I was in New York and it wasn't a comedian, it was a rapper, actually. And my friend was opening for this guy. Um my friend was opening for Young Gravy and he had a show in New York because he was on tour. He had a show in New York and he was like, Yeah, pull up pull up to the show. It's at this place. I forgot the venue, but it was like a two thousand, three thousand you know, people spot, and he's gonna perform there. And I, I pull up to the place. It was in, in the middle of the in New York City, in Manhattan, and I I get to the place and I just see this line that just wraps around the block, around the whole building. Everybody just waiting to get in. 
my homie had me on like some put my name on a list he had me backstage vip all that and i just get to skip the whole line which was an insane line and yeah i get there i get in and they do the show the guy this dude is throwing a fucking grilled chicken into the crowd. Just a whole grilled chicken. Just takes a bite from a leg and just starts splitting it apart and just throwing it into the crowd. Just a greasy, orange grilled chicken, rotisserie. Just grease and just throwing it into the crowd. And the, and the crowd is loving it. They're just jumping up, catching the chicken and eating it. It was insane, but it was so packed, and everybody's just saying the lyrics along with the with the with the with the guy, the rapper, Young Gravy. And yeah, it was everybody just being on the same vibe, having fun, and he had like his folks. I think Baby Nomula was there, and just his people on his tour bus. But that's another thing. Uh, when the show like finished, when it was all done, um, um, we we go backstage, we're chilling, and whatnot, we start talking, we're cracking some jokes in the green room, and then it's time to go to the tour bus, right? <coughs> we go to the tour bus, and we're just chilling there, and they have like a a Nintendo Switch. I don't know, they had like some, they had they were playing Super Smash Bros. I think. In tour bus, and people were like in the tour bus that weren't supposed to be like fans was just in the tour bus, and people were asked like, "Yo, who do you know here?" And then the fan was just like, "I don't, I don't know anybody. I just wanted to see Ungravy." I was like, "Bro, you can't be in the tour bus," and they had to like kick him out. And they were like, "Yo, what the fuck?" I think I think Young Gravy at one point he asked me, "Is like, yo, who do? You? I don't know you." And it's like, "Fair, I don't know you either. <laughs> I just came here because uh, my friend was opening." Um, he was like, who do you know here? I was like, my friend here. And I was like, oh, right, I, I met you backstage. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and we were just chilling. And then they ha- they were going to drive up to, I think, Boston after that. And then Toronto. Maybe do like a show in Canada or something. But yeah. But it just looked like a fun-ass time. It's just living like rock stars. Just living in a tour bus with your friends. I mean, probably it gets like, you know, tiring. Because you're like not comfortable in a house. You're just in a tour bus. Um, you probably shower. I mean, the tour bus probably had a shower, honestly. But, you know, stopping by hotels, maybe get some thorough showers, maybe. And then, you know, keeping the tour going. But it looked super fun. Just be with your homies. Going from city to city. Meeting new people. And that combined with like a comedy show just fucking cracking jokes from city to city that's insane that's hilarious that's actually sounds like so much fun so yeah that's what i want to do just telling jokes to people and go on tour and do that but we need to build that we need to build that audience that stand-up audience and we need to you know do more jokes that's what it is really we just need to hit the stages more and get good at it to the point where maybe do one show here and there 
and just build that uh, build that stand up audience. Sounds like so much fun. I gotta do it, man. Fuck, I gotta do it. I don't know. Is it? I feel like it's difficult to build a stand up audience. No. Because you have to get them so intrigued in you that they decide to follow you on Instagram or like social media and then buy tickets. But I guess if you're a fan of comedy and stand up, you're already like in that, you know. So when you go and do stand up shows, you're already among people that are into that. So it's easier to get people to like you for stand up when they're there for stand up. But if you're just like a random crowd of people and it's like, hey, I do stand-up. Some people might not like stand-up. Some people maybe don't like comedy in that format. Just like some people don't like, you know, anything in a certain format. Some people might not like sketches. That comedy format. Some people like comedy in movies. You know? Or shows. But yeah. Super interesting. Speaking of shows... I have to hit up my homie, Angelo. Here's another guy for you guys to harass. Harass Angelo, Dope Island. Go to his page, harass him, because we need to get to writing on the show, because we have to pitch it this week. And guess what? It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday, and we have to pitch a show that we haven't finished writing. We have three episodes to write, and then one pilot to write the whole script out. Like we have to, We have to finish three more episodes of a season to finish the season, and then write a pilot, (coughs) and this guy, we agreed on Saturday, no, Friday, he was unable to do it on Friday, I was like, cool, let's do it Saturday, because it's next next week anyway, we can wrap this up in a day, Saturday comes along, you're like, oh yeah, just give me a few minutes, an hour goes by, he goes, I'm gonna call you in a few minutes, doesn't call me, Sunday comes, doesn't call me, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we have to pitch, a sh- harass him, Hara- go to his DMs, harass Dope Island, at Dope Island, tell him, call Fadi and finish writing the show, call Fadi, finish writing the show, because this guy is outrageous, we need to get going, bro, we need to write it, we have no time to fuck around, the meeting is probably tomorrow, or today, I don't even know when it is. But it's supposed to be sometime this week if it hasn't already been. Hopefully, it's on Friday. And then we have another pitch meeting next week. Um, yeah, so we should get on that. It's a pretty funny show, too. So we should really get to pitching it. It's a very funny show. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, I get worked up. I get worked up. But yeah, see, this is the thing. We're just writing shows here, and then we got stand up, we got uh, podcasts. We're doing a bunch of shit. I love it. I love. I love doing a bunch of shit. Just doing a bunch of things, especially when it's all surrounding uh, comedy. It's my favorite. It's my favorite thing. It's my favorite thing. What else do we have? It's probably it's probably the end goal, right? Just be able to go on tour and just make a living from comedy. What a life, man. What a rock star ass life. 
You got to appreciate it. You got to love it, man. <sighs> Shit. Hey, man. It is. That's what it is. That's what it is. But don't get me wrong. It's so difficult. Like, it's not <laughs> physically straining. Although when you're sitting around all the time, you fucking break your back trying to write something on your computer. No, but it's not physically straining. But holy fuck mentally. Mentally, to just have no idea if any of this shit is going to succeed. One. Two, coming up with shit. Three, literally having no idea if this shit is going to succeed. Four, no stability ever. No stability ever whatsoever forever. Not knowing when the next paycheck is going to come. If it'll come. But then it does. And then it does. Oh, a sponsorship. Oh, I was not in control of that whatsoever. Oh, another one. Oh, this is a great month. I'm making. I'm. I'm this is doing great this month. And then the next month it's going terrible. And you're like, fuck. It's all going to hell. <laughs> it's all going down. A it's all going to shit. Yeah. Hey, man. Gotta do it. Sometimes you gotta do it. So, yeah, mentally, it does take a toll on you. And you have to pretend that it's not. <laughs> That's the beauty of it. You just have to be like, no, nah, everything's cool. Everything's going great. And you don't know. You don't know if things are going that great. But, but things are cool. Things are cool. Things are cool. But it's just like, you can get rug pulled any day. Just like with the Vine thing. I didn't. I mean, I didn't get really rug pulled. Because it was like, I didn't have that much to begin with. I had like 17k followers. But to me, that was the world. To me, that was everything. Holy fuck. I'm losing 17K? I worked three years for this. <coughs> three years of work. Just, and you're taking it all from me. All my 17K followers. I've had people say, hey, I remember you from Vine. I'm like, no fucking way from Vine. Do you remember me from Vine? No one knows me from, there's 17,000 people spread across the world. There's no way you know me from Vine. But I've gotten that. I've, somebody said that. People have said that. Um, it's fun times. Fun time, Vine. Um, but yeah, you can get rug pulled. And that's why I was like, yo, TikTok. If they rug pull the shit, it's really over with. It's really just... You got to bank on doing... I mean, you have to bank on people finding you. Loving you enough to look out for you. And search for you and find you on other platforms. You just really have to sit there and pray and hope that they do. But I guess that's why a stand-up audience would be good. Because then you're like, hmm. I mean, they're, they're these are people that have seen you in real life. They remember your name. They're If they want to, you know, consume your content, they will look for you they will scour the internet for you 
But yeah, you just got to be that good. You got to be that good to the point where people are really just looking for you. And that's why mentally you just got to be sharp as fuck. Be like, damn, I got to do a really good job so that people really care. Because why would people care if you're not literally the greatest? Or at least really good. You don't have to be the greatest, but really good. But I love it. It's a, it's a mental strain that I'm willing to live with. It's the mental strain that I'm most comfortable with. It's the it's the uncomfortability that I'm most comfortable with. I'd rather have this strain than another type of mental strain of, let's say I'm working a corporate job and I'm not moving up the ladder. And I'm just like, I feel like I'm at a dead end. Um, that would, I think, mentally take a way bigger toll on me than stressing out about, you know, social media. And maybe I've just grown accustomed to this type of stress. Maybe if I went the other path, maybe I would have been more used to that type of stress and wouldn't be able to take this kind of stress. Um, But for the most part, it doesn't stress me out. It's just like, okay, let's get to work. But when it does, it's like, okay, let's, let's figure it out. Let's figure it out. I feel like I want to have more of my friends on the podcast. See, I was, I was at the comedy club yesterday, but this is the thing. I want to have like a comedy studio, not a comedy, like a podcast studio that isn't my bedroom um, or the living room, like a, a nice little setup so I can have people come over and do the podcast with. Yeah. I think I'm gonna do it, and I'm I'm gonna need a second microphone probably, a second microphone, yeah. Cause I can't rely on people just having a microphone. They most people do not have a <laughs> a studio microphone. So probably gonna look into a second microphone if I'm gonna have regular guests on the podcast. Um, probably have a bunch of comedians from the city, but if I do have Caleb on, I have to figure out how to do it because obviously I want like the camera quality to be there, but I also have to figure out how to have his part recorded because he has a microphone and a camera, obviously, but I have to figure out the logistics. Oh, it's a logistical nightmare, but we'll, we'll figure it out if we want to do that. Um, yeah. Hmm. We'll figure it out. Hmm. Okay. Okay. You know what I really liked on this podcast when we were talking about fucking mosquitoes? (laughs) That was like my favorite part. We were talking about violating mosquitoes with AIDS because they're whores. (laughs) Um, no, we're going to talk about violating other insects. I used to violate insects when I was a kid. Not like that. I would like get a magnifying glass and burn anthills. That was the most I would do. But that was, yeah, that was probably way more violating. <laughs> That's a little more violating than, than, you know, busting a nut on an anthill. Is it? No. 
That's disgusting. Ah, oh, the imagery. What would I wonder what the ants are doing with that? Like, how are they reacting to just nut? Are they like defending against it, or they're like, "Yo, we just got a bunch of protein." That's disgusting. This is not a. <laughs> let's not. Let's get off the topic of violating mosquitoes. I I gross myself out way too fast with that. It took it took literally twenty seconds before I put myself off with that. I'm sure the audience isn't too happy about it. Um, but think, guys, I think uh, we're doing well on time. We're gonna switch over to the Patreon and uh, probably talk about violating. <laughs> probably not talking about violating. Honestly, listen, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna trick you with a with a with a treat. I don't know what kind of weirdo just sees that as a treat. Yo, we're gonna talk about violating. I'm subscribing. Um, no, but check out the Patreon. Check out the Patreon. We have a bunch of episodes there. I think I have like <coughs> it has to be like almost thirty episodes on there. I think like if this is the twenty first episode on the on the public, probably like twenty eight episodes, twenty eight Patreon episodes on there. Yeah, we got a bunch. Got a bunch of like damn near thirty hours of content on the Patreon. So um, if you want some more stuff to listen to while you're doing your everyday things uh check it out um greatly appreciate you for uh listening to this one all the way through either way so thank you uh and i'm gonna switch over to the patreon now so uh you guys have a blessed blessed day and uh i'll see you guys next week hopefully i'll have some more cognitive function and i'm not coughing i want to say cognitive function I mean, actually remembering shit from the week and just remember to note down things because I have a folder where I'm like noting down podcast topics. But again, I'm retarded. So I obviously I forgot. Um, but yeah, we still still talking, still chatting. And we'll see if we can get a uh, Caleb City to be the, be the guest on the next one. Looking forward to it. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for listening and uh, see you guys next week. Goodbye.